മിനശൈത്തോനിറജീം ബിസ്മില്ലാഹിറഹ്മാനിറഹീം യുഹല്ലദീന അമനുലയസ്ഹർ കൗമും മിൻ കൗം അസ അയ്യക്കൂനു ഹൈറം മിൻഹും ഫുസുബ്ദീമ ജസ്സു ഹീമ ഇക്കുഹന്നുഹലക്കുമ്മിയുഹൂബക്കു വരഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമ
what Allah says, you know, how can you be lovers of Allah? How can you claim to be lovers of Allah if you don't care for my creation? Hey? <laughs> Very clear challenge here, you know. And in these verses, we are told that, you know, we should be really kind, caring, loving towards his creation. And we should avoid conflict. We should avoid conflict. Sadly, uh, you know, there is too much conflict around us. And when I say around us, you know, it perhaps starts with us as individuals. Conflict within us, myself, my home, my neighborhood, my own town, my region, my country, and of course the whole world. It really begins with the peace within us will spread, conflict within us will also spread. And Allah does not like that conflict. You know, Allah wants to see peace and people caring for each other and showing respect. But how do we do that? Okay, so let me translate. This is this particular part of Surah Al-Hujurat is actually about how we can prevent conflict. It's an amazing solution really and I hope uh, those of you who uh, study psychology or human conflicts or good relationships will see what an amazing methodology we have here. So what is it? Uh, you know the Quran begins, believers let no man make fun of another. He may be better than him. No woman should make fun of another woman. They may be better than them. No speak ill. No use offensive nicknames for one another. How bad it is to be called a crook after becoming a believer. Those who don't turn away from such behavior are themselves wicked. Wicked is my translation of zalim. Okay, those who are zalim are the wicked. But can you see how many commands are given here? Okay, already uh, we're given lots of uh, commands. And these are actually stages that lead to conflict. Or if we reverse them, they will lead to peace. So here, uh, the Quran is telling us what we should avoid if we want to prevent conflict. Okay, really important. Uh, don't despise or don't look down on others by calling them uh, nicknames that are offensive. Okay, and um, what's next? Believers, do not be suspicious. Okay. Uh, since some suspicions are sins. Now, suspicions, you know, um, are when we are unclear about people and we mistrust them, distrust them. Uh, we regard them as, uh, you know, being dangerous, uh, as uh, suspect. <laughs> you know, we, we are uh, not clear about them in our hearts and minds. We're not really uh, in, in tune with them. We don't like them in, 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 a, in a way, really. And, and, and you know, we suspect them of uh, being wrong, okay? Uh, and the Quran says, you know, a lot of suspicions are sins, okay? They're not, they shouldn't, in other words, we shouldn't be suspecting people, all right? Uh, and neither spy on one another, no backbite about each other. Two more things. Don't, uh, don't uh, spy on one another. Don't do the justice. Uh, spying again is when you, have, you don't trust somebody. 
uh, you think they're up to something and, and uh, you know, you want to um, dig deep, okay? Uh, just based on suspicion. Uh, no hard evidence. I mean, that doesn't mean that if there is hard evidence for uh, spying because somebody's up to something really dangerous or nonsensical and harmful. Of course, you must, you know, find out the fact. And of course, the state usually has a, a whole... Uh, department in, in, in here, in the UK, it's called the MI5, you know, whose job is to do spying for the state, to make sure that if there are any threats, you know, it neutralizes them and overcomes them. Uh, and and um, so, of course, if there are threats, you have to find out what it is. But most of the time, there is no need to do this, to just source this spying, uh, you know, of others. And then it goes on to say, would and, and don't backbite. What is backbiting? Well, backbiting is when you say things about people which they dislike about themselves. Whether you say it on their face or whether you say it behind their back. It's the same. All right? So backbiting isn't that I can say to you on your face something nasty. All right? I can't say that. All right? Just because I'm facing I, I, I cannot. That would be still regarded as riba. If it's hurtful, uh, and of course, if it is untrue, that is an allegation. And even if it is true and right, what I'm saying about you, but it's hurting him, I should not say it, okay? I shouldn't say it, yeah, no? Ah, so how do I correct somebody who's in wrong? Well, there are ways of being, you know, of correcting people. So what the Quran is saying, and the riba, this is actually the definition from Hadith, that when you say something even right about somebody and they have that problem, even that is riba. You need to be tactful, that's the point. You need to do it in a nice way, in a way that the person isn't offended and will learn from it and rectify themselves, okay? Uh, so um, riba, how bad is riba? How bad is it to offend people? How bad is it to hurt people's feelings? You know, the Quran says, would anybody like to eat the meat of their dead brother? Nobody would. I mean, you can't even think of eating human meat anyway. It is terrible. It is awful. It is repulsive. Okay? Never mind your own brother. That is how, you know, the, I hope you know, here the Quran is really helping us to uh, avoid bad behavior, poor behavior, wrong behavior that would jeopardize our peace, okay? And I, I, I really do believe that riba is so, riba, um, backbiting and gossiping is so prevalent in our society that it really creates mistrust on a big scale. Uh, and when you have mistrust, uh, people can't actually get on. People can't work together, uh, and people will not trust one another. Uh, and of course, a society in which there is so much mistrust uh, really is, cannot be a happy society either. Okay? So, you know, when we have um, people measuring the happiness of a society, and we get really poor index, what does that mean? It means people are actually involved in some of these problems, you know, nicknames, not looking, uh, you know, positively at people, but looking down uh, on, on people. Uh, okay, you wanted to? Uh, yes, I would like to ask a question. Um, when there's a conflict that's about to happen, 
and we're told to not do and so and so like you were mentioning but when there's a conflict about to happen how can we how can we train ourselves to be patient in, in the first place for that conflict to mm. not extend and for us to not say something that goes against the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay good question Hiba. how do we um, when we're in that situation where there is possibility of a brawl, a quarrel, a conflict, brewing, okay? How do we uh, avoid that? Um, you know, one thing, you know, we know that uh, conflict is very dangerous, okay? And we are encouraged to actually do everything we can do to prevent conflict, okay? Um, uh, you know, conflict can actually lead to fitna. Um, fitna is, uh, you know, sedition. It's, you know, other people get involved uh, and, and it spreads quickly. Okay, so uh, it's actually um, uh, important that we do everything in our um, power to prevent conflict and quarreling and bickering and, and uh, arguments and, and disagreements, you know, as much as we can. So it's, it's a tough one. You have to be very patient, yes, that you're, you're right. You have to be very diplomatic. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's very sad that, you know, states can go into wars, all right, where not enough diplomacy is used, where not enough uh, peacemaking is done, uh, and where um, neighboring countries don't, you know, interfere and become peacemakers. That is sad, and I think we're not actually acting on some of these teachings, you know, that are so uh, important for us to follow. Why? Why do we do this? You know, the next is where Allah says, Ya Yuhannas. You remember in, in five places Allah says in Surah Al-Hujurat, Ya Yuhallazina Amanu. Believers, 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 do this. Don't do that and do this. Okay? In five places. But here it says, people, all humanity. And all humanity is now addressed. Why? Because Allah wants to give us something very broad and Inna khalaqnakum min zakarin wa unsa wa ja'alnakum shu'uban wa qawaila. You know, we made you, okay, uh, from a man and a woman, from Adam and Eve. And uh, we made you into different tribes, into different races, so that you can recognize each other. So the differences in your colors, the differences in your genes, in your genetics, is Allah says, so that you can recognize one another. The best and the most honorable amongst you is the one who is God-fearing. Okay? So here, you know, very important law is being established, universal law, you know, that we are all brothers and sisters in our humanity. All right? Of course, we're also brothers and sisters in our faith as well. Okay? Uh, and, and, uh, but here, in our humanity, you know, we are reminded that, you know, we should always remember this, that, uh, you know, the uh, equality of human beings as, as brothers and sisters all over the world, whether it is east or west, north or south, we are brothers and sisters uh, in our humanity. And the best, who is the best? The one who is wealthy? The one who can speak better? <laughs> the one who is, uh, you know, of east? No, the best is the one I think all Muslims know this phrase of the Quran. It's uh, almost a, should be a, an important mantra of all Muslims that the best is the one who is most mindful, 
most aware and conscious of his duties. Okay? And in Allah Alimun Khabir. You know, Allah is the all-knowing and fully aware of you know, what you are thinking, what you are doing. So this idea, you know, he is knowing and he is aware of what you are thinking. You know, and further on, you know, the Quran goes on to talk about the Bedouins now, saying that, uh, you know, the Bedouins uh, claim. Now, this is actually another third story of Surah Al-Hujarat. And this is re referring to the tribe of Banu Asad. Now, these people of Banu Asad came to Medina to Rasulullah sallallahu seeking help, okay? Um, they thought, you know, um, they've embraced Islam now uh, and therefore um, they deserved. They deserved to be helped. They deserved uh, to be treated very well, okay? Uh, and, and so they came to um, Medina Sharif, to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and they said, Amanna, uh, therefore, of, of, of course, that was preceded by their asking for help, uh, you know, monetary help. And, and uh, then they said, why? Because we are believers. We believe. And the Quran says, Kullam tu'minu walakin kunu aslamna. Tell them, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa tell them, you know, you should say that, you know, we have submitted. Lam tu'minu. You haven't believed yet. What, so here, you know, we see this difference between submission and between Iman. Although nowadays, you know, technically, there is no difference between Islam and Iman, all right? Technically, there is no difference. However, here, the Quran is saying, uh, well, you have actually just submitted. And many of you, not all of you, many of you have just submitted without, without actually having the proper Iman, all right? Uh, and um, faith hasn't properly gone into your hearts yet. Okay, it's not there really. Uh, so it's it's you know you've just submitted. in uh, uh, you know were you to obey Allah and His messengers, you know uh, your deeds would not be ruined. Inna Allah ghafoorur rahim. Allah is forgiving and kind. Innamal mu'minun al-lazina. Who are the believers then? Ya Allah, you, you've just said, these people have just submitted. Uh, the faith hasn't really entered in their hearts. In other words, they haven't learned about the iman yet properly and they haven't established it in their heart. Who are the real believers? Amanu billahi wa rasoolihi thumma lam yartabu wa jahadu bi amwalihim wa anfusihim. Who are these real believers? The Quran is now telling us what are the components of this iman. First, you know, it says that you know, they believe solidly, they have conviction in Allah and His Messenger, and lam yartabu, no doubts. There is no uncertainty. They are convinced. Okay, lam yartabu, that's really important. And then, wajahadu bi amwalihim wa anfusihim fi sabilillah. Okay, they spend their wealth in the path of Allah. Uh, and what, what else do they do? Wajahadu bi amwalihim. Okay, they do jihad. Jihad is this strenuous effort, hard work. Okay, whether it is in the battlefield to, to protect and to defend your country and your land, or whether it is, you know, standing for that truth 
and defending your honor or the rights of others. Those are all forms of, very important forms of jihad with wealth. And um, then it says, you know, one, one, one thing about jihad and qital in the Quran, jihad, this fighting, and qital fighting, it is always followed by fi sabilillah, for the sake of Allah, for the love of Allah. We do not fight. We do not, and the Quran never encourages fighting for the sake of fighting or for worldly gains. It should only be done to please Allah, to fulfill those rights of other human beings. You know? And they are, these are the true believers. All right? So we're given a definition of who the true believers are. And then you know, the people of Bani Asad are told that, look, uh, you know, don't, don't you know, say to the Prophet that you've done a favor. You've done no favor, okay? It is Allah who has done favor to you by giving you the gift of Iman, okay? So this is the, another thing, you know, we shouldn't be too proud of ourselves. Oh, I'm a mu'min, I'm a believer and all that. This is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And with this, you know, we come to the end of Surah Al-Khujarat. But I hope you will have seen that this is a surah that really deals with the morals of Islam, manners and manners towards the messenger of God, the head of the state, uh, okay, and authority. You know, that's what it, the Prophet personified authority, how we respect authority, uh, and, and then how to avoid conflict, okay, by not being suspicious uh, and having faith and trust in others, not gossiping, not backbiting, not spying on others, uh, and most of all, you know, really having, uh, trusting others, liking others, and of course that is one of the best ways of uh, remaining sane and, 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 and strong. You know, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to appreciate and value uh, these beautiful teachings. Oh.